Listener Production. Whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Mate, did you hear this story that came out of uh, sort of mid-north Queensland a couple of days ago? Okay, fisherman on his boat. It's dark. He's getting ready to go to sleep. He is So he sleeps screamed. on his boat. It's, not, it's just like a... It's just like a little houseboat sort of thing. He starts hearing screams for help, right? Gets his flashlight out, finds a couple in the water. (gasps) They've been stranded for three days on paddle boats. What? And their paddle boats had just, like, gotten swept away from them by the rough seas. What? Okay, so he pulls them onto their dinghy, pulls them aboard, saving them from a 72-hour ordeal in shark-infested waters. And here's the thing. This wasn't even front-page news. What? I know. Harry's on the front page again. Oh, get out of it, mate. You've had your turn. Harry hasn't spent 24 hours with the sharks. (laughs) I mean, I love him. Bless you, Harry. But you've never been on a bloody paddle boat around the Crocs, Sharks and Irukandji, have you? Matt's um, really not rating his tour of Afghanistan in uh, a <laughs> list of all deals there. But nonetheless, I'm glad those people uh, managed to get out there safe. Hello to you. Hope your Tuesday is going well. Um, we're going to dive into a big episode today, Matt O'Kine. You're going to be making up for lost time yesterday after we were rudely interrupted by a fire alarm, yeah, an emergency. That's right. I mean, the couple stranded in the waters were apparently very distressed, uh, very shocked, shaken, and desperate for water after three days. Absolutely guzzled it down. Well, they're not alone. I've been desperate for some liquids as well, a bit of soy milk, uh, which I'll be discussing in my story finally. <laughs> Thank goodness we're getting back to this. This is exciting. <laughs> my story got stranded for 24 hours in podcast ether. I'm sorry, two people got lost at sea and I'm joking about it. I really hope you're okay. Thank, I'm so glad you survived. But, okay, yeah, your story, you, 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 you've been in the danger end as well. That's right. Had a bit of a run-in this week that I'll tell you about as well. It's part of this, Matt and Alex, all-day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all-day breakfast. Well, Matt, it is a Tuesday and we are aiming to have a little bit more of a um, straightforward podcast for you today. Oh, God, I hope so. an experimental dreamlike scenario on Monday's show, one of the all-time podcast-ceptions, brilliantly done by our editor, Link, to split the all-day breakfast timeline to follow two hosts on their journey. One exciting and chaotic like this. There's someone with a fire warden vest on. And one slightly more subdued in studio with me and Bron like this. As you're listening now, Matt has been gone for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Bringing that world together was very well done. And if you did miss yesterday's episode, go back and have a listen. It was so well put together by Lee. Don't talk to me about bringing that, those worlds together, mate. You had... They say never leave a you know a soldier behind. You had it left me high and dry. You were ready to move on. Anyways, look, you can hear it all. Yes, but look, do I get to do I get to finish my milk story? Um, well, I fear we should give you a a chance to finish your story about the fact that you keep soy milk in the fridge and it takes you a little while it's to not, use it. Okay, come on. <laughs> I feel like someone's going to set another alarm off just by just by virtue of how mundane this story is. But look, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's, oh Matt, I, I can hear the alarm there. Can you hear it? Whoop, 
You better leave. Sorry, mate. We've got it from here, though. We'll catch you later. Stay safe, bro. No, I am going to finish this story. All right. What is it? Thank you. Okay. So I was talking about yesterday, moving to Brizzy. I bought a coffee machine, an espresso machine, so that I can make coffees at home. But I drink soy milk, and I'm the only person in the house that drinks soy milk, so I have to get the liter of soy milk. It's my favorite sort of style of soy milk. And uh, and it, and it, on the back of the pack, it says, you know, you can't use after three days. After use within opening. three days of opening. Exactly. Mm. Right? And Belinda was like, oh, mate, come on. She's an almond milk connoisseur, drinks it every single day with her smoothies. She's like, I'm keeping that bottle five, six days past the use by. It doesn't matter, mate. Yeah. Just go in. Right. But it made me think, you know, looking at this, I was like, okay, I can do four or five days, but it's, you know, and there's all that discussion. After opening. Well, yeah. You know, the actual use by date. No, it's just after opening, you know. It says nah. discard after three days. Nah, that is the most meaningless piece of print <laughs> since the Herald Sun. I mean, honestly. Um, <laughs> oh, I would go weeks after the opening. Would Definitely. you? Yeah. <laughs> when did Aussies stop trusting the sniff test? That's what I want to say. When did we, with our highly refined noses, start trusting what the man on the packet is telling us? When we've got the intuition, I mean, it's getting into a little bit of a red dog here, mate. But when did our noses lead us wrong? Never. All right? That's all I've got to say about that. Well, it's true. I mean, I trust my nose when it comes to what politicians are doing behind closed doors. Yeah. Hey? If it doesn't pass that sniff test. You trust it when it comes to your jocks after you realise you haven't done the washing. You've got to quickly put a load through. Which one could I get away with for the next day? Well, I just, I don't know what off soy milk smells like. I've never, ta- I've never smelt it. Exactly. Cause it doesn't go off, mate. It's beans. <laughs> <laughs> Actually it does. It clumps at the bottom, but yeah, exactly. You can, oh, what? So you know that it does. Yeah. So I tell you right now, there's a soy milk in my, my fridge. It would be a m- opened a month ago. <laughs> I'll be fine to go back and pop a bit on the cereal. No worries. Cause I like the soy on the cereal. Has it got a twist top or what? No, no. I've, I've snipped with the scissors. <laughs> I, I tried to crease it down, but it pops back up. <laughs> you are giving me hope. I can mean, because look, I put it out there on our Instagram at matt.n.alex because I know, I know, and I know that you, as a child of Ian Dyson, have seen some expiry dates come and go in the fridge, mate. <laughs> I know. You got to trust the dates because these things are written a while ago. Like, like you do trust the Bible. It's a, it's just a vibe thing. <laughs> You've got to go with the actual message behind it. It's some nice ideas to sort of live by. Yeah, was his name Jonathan? I don't know. It was around this area. But ultimately, don't steal your neighbor's ox or kill it or whatever. Like, that's basically what it's saying. It doesn't mean you have to live to it to a T. Okay, fine. Well, look, (laughs) Leah got in touch with us, said, my parents finished a jar of cloves two years ago. The best before was 1984. It's a clove. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I'd like that would almost be a diamond by that stage. Oh, you're like... clover reacting, mate. Come on. That's. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Ash said, we currently have five kilograms of vegan cheese. It's seven months out of date, still being eaten in our place. Yeah, that's fair enough. Seven months seems like nothing compared to cloves from 1984. Um, again, Maddie says, we're still, still using Chinese five spice at our place. The best before was 1994. I didn't even think, do spices have a, like, 
If it's a powder, surely it doesn't even have, unless there's actual mold in it. Yeah, I don't know if a powder can go off. Bonnie said we had Milo at Nana's house. After we drank it, we checked the date because it tasted a bit strange. Turns out it was nearly 10 years past its use-by date. Well, it's got a kind of dehydrated malt to it. Maybe there was something. Any food that gets sent to the army, I mean, honestly, that's good to go. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, Mitch said today marked 11 days past the use-by date of my milk. It tasted fine, but the aftermath was not fine. <laughs> so, Mitch... <laughs> Oh, dear. Deceived by his nose, potentially there, Mitch. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. Maybe the nose doesn't always win. I opened a bottle of wine and I had it first and it was beautiful. I was excited to go back to it. It was like a week later and it was disgusting a week later. Very oh, annoying. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah, no, that goes that a couple of days. Then you really, it's really only for cooking, mate. Unless you want to cook your insides. Actually, it reminds me of one time. Tom Tilly invited a bunch of people back to his place for an after party. And it was a pretty impromptu thing. And, and he goes back and he's like, oh, my God, but I don't have that many drinks in the house. And I live close to him. I'm like, oh, bro, I had a wine and cheese party a while ago. We've got, like, 10 bottles of, like, opened wine, like, at various points of being drunk, maybe a little <laughs> bit or, like, it was only just open, but it would have been open, like, four months prior oh, no. so I ran back down to my place and brought up all of this everyone's wine. cheering yeah, yeah after party, party. <laughs> roll in with all these bottles there it's like oh it's a little bit pungent <laughs> but I don't think anyone really like it was too the vibes were too high for people to even notice everything right? was very it was perfect, tart perfect way. <laughs> Lisa 2.0 Said, I ate cranberry sauce that was three years out of date. Got sick, would not take the gamble again. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, sometimes these things can backfire on you. Are you using backfire metaphorically or literally? <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Chloe on the line. Chloe, you've dabbled in something a little bit past its use by date. <laughs> um, yeah, my nan bakes me at 18 birthday cake and she used a cake mix packet from the year I was born which was 1988 I mean and she like <laughs> what and is some sort of special it tribute or sweet Chloe was know. it was it intentional <laughs> I think well yeah like she told us after she had like baked it she's like oh do you like it it's from the year you were born it's special I've been saving it and we were all like great awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pretty sweet idea. I mean, I'm gonna, now that I think about it, it's a very nice thing to do. Was it like the milk and the egg that she used for the cake were also from that year as well. That was... No, no, no. Like, I think they were fresh, thank God. I probably wouldn't be here otherwise. But, um, yes, but we survived. It was a bit dry. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Thank you very much, Well, Chloe. hopefully the, the milk or the, the water or the eggs were from... The yeah, year exactly. that you were currently the in. Same year, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Chloe. No worries. Thank you so much. Matt, have you ever been in a fight? Yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, a couple of different fights. I mean, I mean, there was a phase there where I thought, thought it, like it was not cool, but I just did it quite a lot. I mean, I was an angry kid, you know. Mm. My mum had died. I was sort of, I was fighting against life. In, mm. in high school or just out of it, you know, mainly in high school, really. Mm -hmm. um, so there'd just be times when, let's say, you know, the hardcores would turn up to the party and they weren't invited. Right. 
So you felt like you had to defend your turf, <laughs> you know? Had a guy swinging a cricket bat at me, clipping me on the shoulders with it. I mean, it was serious stuff. Goodness me, like actual, it sounds like the um, the fight in Anchorman, people rocking up with cricket bats. Bro, I went to a busy school. People, I mean, there were kids that got slashed at school. I remember going to parties, dudes with machetes turning up. What? Mate, oh yeah, this God. is, come on, mate. We're not in the back sticks here, bro. This is, this is deep Brisbane. Mm. All right. Damn. Hardcore stuff, bruv. Well, we ran, ran into um, David Quirks on the weekend. Those, if you listen last week, commuting David Quirk on the show, I went round with the intention of like hanging out, but then going to the 7-Eleven that was meant to be open 24-7 and he got barred from it. Oh yeah, did you interview. end up? So we went around there. We had a few beers and a pizza and um, totally forgot to do it. So oh, look, there's what? no follow-up. Are you to- <laughs> kidding me? The whole point of you, I saw I saw you posting on, was it Be Real? You're like, oh, I'm with us. I was like, sweet, Daiso's with Quirk. We're going to yeah. get a thrilling conclusion yeah. to their 7-Eleven drama Damn saga, it. which if you missed, listen to last week's episodes. But then, no, nothing happened. Could have um, tax deducted the pizza and beers if I'd actually done the work and oh gone and ordered this audio. But no, alas, didn't do that. But did end up staying for a while. Went home at night. Got very close to my house. Walking past a dude. Tried to fight me. Ooh. Wearing a fluoro hoodie. Sitting on a on a bench. Coming up to my place. And he gets down. He's like, yeah, mate. Yeah? Did you want to go, mate? <laughs> I'm like, bro. Like, No. I start backing away. Like, I thought he was going to ask, like, you know, do you have a lighter or something or that kind of thing. And yeah. he starts moving tomorrow. So I start backing away. And just the words float through my head, which is very true words that, that my best mate's dad always said growing up. I won my last fight by 30 yards. <laughs> so I just start, <laughs> I just start oh, you just running, bolted. jogging away. Just going, bro, like, what are you doing? Oh, good on you. He went and sat back. It was like, but it was right at the entrance to my apartment building. So I had to go run around the buildings, jog around the back and go in the back garage door. I'm trying to think of when the last time I've I've been in a fight was. I mean, I'm like, I mean, I'm, that's my tactic nowadays. My God, I mean, back in the day when I was, you know, an idiot, <laughs> I would have just been like, "Yeah, mate, all right, let's go." You know, I would have I would have just jumped in, you know, because you just you got nothing to lose. You're 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 a moron. Yeah, well, I was, our um, dude I work with at Comedy Republic was walking home and yeah, got approached. I think for some money, said no, and then suddenly the guy's like starts attacking him, puts him in a headlock. So they're wrestling on the ground, and he was thinking at the time, was like, how am I just in a fight in the <laughs> middle of the street? And there's like people around watching. It's like, I don't want to be in this. Why are we, why are we wrestling on the ground? Don't do it. Why, if you're ever near it. anyone, it's so... There's no, there's no strength in it whatsoever at all. Just go, let, just walk away. Let people be angry and just be like, yeah, sure. They're angry. Just leave them be angry and just go somewhere else. You don't need to prove anything. Yeah. Oh my God. And also people I think about it now people. having a kid. It's just like, imagine <laughs> if I wasn't here because I wanted to take offense to someone. Could, could you imagine? So embarrassing. Anyways, look, don't fight. It's Matt and I saw their breakfast. <laughs> Well, Alex Dyson, I was talking about milk earlier in the show. Don't tell me you're going to milk milk. Oh, I'm milking milk, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm milking milk. 
all the way through this puppy. <laughs> right. It just reminded me of that story that I saw just a couple of days ago. Did you see the milk drama that was playing out over the uh, border towns recently? No. You didn't see this? What border towns? As in the town border town? Border Albury Wodonga. Wow. The drama that's unfolded in Albury Wodonga, there's, there's been a few updates since, and I'll give you those, but it all started with a sign going up in the in the uh, window of a uh, of a Albury supermarket, okay, that said, uh, Dare Milk not being delivered as the sole supplier in Albury has had his feelings hurt. That's what the owner of the supermarket put down. Oh, so someone literally wrote those words word for word and the owner of the supermarket put them up in the in the fridge said mm. sorry there's not going to be any more dare iced coffee for a while because the person who supplies it has had his feelings hurt jeez <laughs> that's as passive aggressive <laughs> as you can get are you sure that this wasn't in a share house on a fridge or something like that it was in a public supermarket for a company absolutely then there was another one that said dare milks apologies milk will be in possibly thursday Due to the unprofessional and rude attitude of the distributor, they have the monopoly and don't give a hoot. Oh my goodness. I know, right? Could you imagine this drama unfold? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So this has turned into national news, mate. Yeah. This beef. Well, it's usually about the beef, but now it's just about what the beef squirts. It's all about the milk. <laughs> yeah, let's give me a cup of what the beef squirts, thanks. <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> so have they have they clapped back at this um this sign that the supermarket has put up? Well, they're saying that you know supply chain issues, short staffing have been some of the been behind some of the problem. But apparently, this person, the supermarket owner, said it's look it's got nothing to do with the milk. It's he's the only distributor, and he won't even talk to us. Bad attitude. Get the silent treatment. Yeah, exactly. And what I mean, you know, when you're putting up Passag. Signs like that, I wouldn't, you know, would you talk to them anyway? Well, that's the thing. You are, you are stooping into territory of, you know, becoming that which you publicly criticize by having, yeah, a, a public dig like that. Instead of being the bigger person or business. Yeah. Yeah. So it just made me think, you know, like, I mean, you know, when, when have you cried over spilt milk or, or a lack <laughs> thereof, you know, cause this really is, you know, it's like... Uh, this is this is milk dramas going, you know, going hard. So it's it's, it's crying over spilt milk or, or lack of and crying over undelivered milk. Well, that's it, you know. But uh, but I asked you on Instagram when have you cried over spilt milk, and uh, we got a couple of people get in touch with us. Alex Dyson, Annika said my sister wanted a peach vodka when we were out for dinner. They had run out, and she cried. <laughs> 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 Just little dramas, you know what I mean, and right, rightly so. Amanda said, I'm seven months pregnant, and last night at 4 a.m. I spilled Milo while I was stirring it into my milk. I cried for a solid 20 minutes. No. It's often the little things, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the break. Often it's the, the little g- things. It is the straw. <laughs> yeah. You know, that breaks the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Um, the camel, and, can you get camel milk? I think you can, yeah, can't you? Well, we don't have it here. That's not to say you can't. But don't we export camels to Saudi Arabia? Uh, yes, apparently. Apparently there's a lot in, um, in the Northern Territory, isn't there? Yeah. Apparently there's a big uh, online black market for breast milk, right? For a lot of reasons. Cancer patients, athletes, bodybuilders. 
right? But, Damn. you know, need, people are needing to do it on selling breast milk online. But, but then also some are saying it's putting infants at risk of disease. Sorry. So. Sorry to laugh. There's just, I'm laughing because there's nothing funny about that. No, this podcast nothing. is meant to be a funny podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> nothing funny. It's just interesting. Throw, throws in a little chat about infant disease. Well, I only bring up the breast milk thing because we had about 10 messages from breastfeeding mothers, mm. you know, who spent hours expressing a bottle of milk and then knocked it over and started oh, crying oh, no. because he's sitting there. I can't bad, imagine just... anything worse. Bzzzt, bzzzt, bzzzt. That's the sound. You're sitting there watching TV bzzzt, bzzzt, for an hour and then suddenly you knock that over. Of course you're going to cry. Oh, that would be the absolute worst. Much like, given that it's the end of the episode, if I hit stop and do not save this audio so that exactly. you are able to hear it, <laughs> exactly. I would certainly uh, Our little burst. babies don't get to suckle <laughs> at the bottled teat of the of the liquid gold that we've produced. I mean, that would be an absolute nightmare. I would I would shed a tear too. Uh, also, thanks for an update by Two uh, GB. There is apparently a little bit of movement in the in the uh, North Albury Dare Milk Saga. Did you They're intend to- that to be a pun? What movement? Oh no! <laughs> no okay. <laughs> Look, we hope all the tradies in Albury can get their milks again. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. We're going to be back tomorrow, same time, same place. And in the meantime, you can keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex on Instagram. That's the one. Catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.